On this episode, we talk about the double standard surrounding Time's Up and Me Too. Stay tuned. Everybody, welcome back to the Overcome Porncast. I'm your host, Jack Dodgen, joined as always by Chris Croats. Chris, how are you doing? I'm doing great. It's great to be back. Got a lot of things to talk about. Season three, it begins. Yep, here we go. Which season three is not going to be as long as season two. I don't know, or maybe it's not going to be as long as season one. I don't know. Oh, our before this point, I don't think our seasons have had any. They don't make any Coherent sense. Kind no. of division. They don't make any but sense. Now. But hey, <laughs> hey, but porn doesn't make any sense. Hey, That's right. You see what I did That's there? right. So we're being consistent yes. with the subject yeah. matter. That's what we're doing. That's what, I mean, <laughs> like we had it planned the whole time. Absolutely. This is season three, uh, the year of 2018. We, we were taking a couple months break for winter holiday travel stuff and things like that. Uh, and we don't plan on doing so again until a couple months out of the summer. Yep. And then we'll do our second half of season three. But uh, summer gets rough. End of the year is rough with all the ministry things going on. And they're awesome and great. It's just a little hard to record podcasts and things like that. Yeah, schedule's but all over the place. Uh, we're glad you're you're still with us and yeah. hanging out. Yeah, we're listener. excited. Thank you for listening. Yeah, and for joining us. We got a, we got a good episode today. Yeah. Talking about uh, the the double standards yeah. surrounding. It, if you're here because the title triggered you, well, just hold on. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not what you think. Yeah. Um, there have been uh, we we actually featured an article. Uh, let's see, last week, as, as the time of this recording goes up, the, the Friday before, uh, about uh, how Christians ought to respond to it uh, featured it from uh, focus press our, our friends over there uh, and so if you go to our strong church page you'll see that there uh, and we can probably even link to it on the on the website as well but it's a good article and that's not really what we're what we're discussing today no a little, uh, little different you know, a little different we thought about it but that's not that's not the direction we're going there's there's a lot of stuff covering that and we've you know, other people have treaded it, so we'll just share their stuff yeah. and talk about a different side yeah, of here, all of these things. Here we things. talk about porn and all things porn, so. That's right. So we got to take that angle. as the porn guy to somebody at church yesterday. Did you really? Yeah, there was a visitor. Congratulations. That a couple of people knew, and instead of introducing me as, because I go over, I, I don't know this guy, so I'm going over to meet him, and uh, instead of being introduced as you know yeah he's he's our associate minister it's yeah he's uh he's he's got a porn site I'm like thanks man that's that's gotta be super weird for this guy and he didn't laugh <laughs> what do, yeah what do i say so about that? and uh my response was he, the guy was like oh okay cool and he's like yeah he does you know porn, pornography stuff whatever he's also our associate minister and it's just one of the titles he has, and I said, "Yeah, and it, you know, it's my favorite one." So uh, he didn't Great. laugh at that either. So he's probably not coming back. But, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, funny, <laughs> yeah, he's gone. That guy's gone. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was it was nice to be recognized for the the porn work we do. That's what we're doing a little bit more today. Uh, we do before we want to before we talk about the 
the uh, the double standard of it all. What in the world is both hashtag Times Up and hashtag Me Too similar, a little different, but uh, covering the same thing? Yeah. So the the Me Too movement uh, really, there I think it was really born out of the Harvey Weinstein um, mm-hmm. uh, scandal uh with many many actresses coming out and saying that this movie producer uh basically was uh you know he was sexually assaulting them harassing them um kind of a hey you do favors for me I'll get you in my next movie type thing um uh, it's very it's, it's sick and disgusting and you yep. know when someone gets a lot of money and a lot of power like that and you can hold you know someone's career in the palm of your hand like that it's uh it gets dangerous especially when you also you know get uh you know sex addiction porn addiction into that mix it's uh that's a recipe for disaster mm-hmm. uh, but it didn't just stop with harvey weinstein it just, this it's like it just keeps this ball just keeps rolling and even though me too you might be thinking oh this is old news it's not because it, this thing is still happening you're jack you're just telling me that uh, uma thurman right she just um yeah she was trending not yesterday but saturday i believe and it was for the same thing she was speaking yeah. out on her experience with harvey weinstein i mean it's still going yeah you're a couple months strong and so it, it seems like a lot of actresses especially have this shared experience of uh of being sexually harassed by uh men in the business for you know, for favors, for maybe for no reason at all. Um, and so, so, so we need to talk about that, but then there's also a, a newer one that, uh, what, what, what award show was it? The golden globes that this really started. I don't know, they all just, okay. So Grammys just happened, but that wasn't it. So I think yeah. it was, I think, yeah, it was I think golden you're globes. right. Golden globes or Oscars or something <clears throat> like that. Um, that, the, the time's up movement started and uh, I looked it up because I was I was kind of uh, unsure of like okay what's the difference right so the me too movement sure. is just uh, you know basically women speaking out against their um, abusers right whereas the time's up movement is more focused on I think they have a clearer vision of what they want to do and that is to, to fight sexual violence and harassment in the workplace and so it's you know, any workplace, uh, not just sexual harassment against women. Um, whereas, you know, that's primarily what the me too movement was about. This is, it's more, uh, I guess it's more all encompassing then of like, Oh yeah, that, that makes sense. You know, you shouldn't have to go to work and be sexually harassed or assaulted. Um, that, I mean, that's a good thing, right? Yeah. And there seems to be a, uh, uh, a difference in the sense too of like people were saying we need to support me too, which I believe is correct. Um, but the people using the hashtag were kind of saying, this is my story. Uh, whereas the time's up is people that they may not have a sexual harassment story, but they want to push forward the voices of those yeah. that have and work towards yeah. making a solution. So time's up is a little more, Think inclusive of everybody jump on board. This is the yeah. You don't this have is the to, mission to end it. You don't have to be able to say me too. You can just say, well, no, I don't want that to happen. It might not, not have to happened anybody. to me, um, but I don't want that to happen to anyone else. 
so I mean, there's been a there's a, a website that I went on uh, just before we started recording this podcast. Of it has a list of everyone who's been called out, um, and names on this list. The the big ones are you know Matt Lauer, Charlie Rose, Russell Simmons, mm-hmm. uh, Senator Al Franken, Louis C.K., Jeremy Piven, and Kevin Spacey, uh, just to name a few. But the list goes on and on and on, and uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. That, yeah. That this is, um, I guess it's, you know, and we're going to get to this in a little bit. I, I say it's crazy, but really when I think about it, the the idea that this is happening in Hollywood, I wasn't like, oh, this is happening in Hollywood? It's like, oh, I can totally see that happening in Hollywood. Um, yeah. But, but we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that um, in a, well, in a and, minute. Uh, talking about the double standard. talking about how absolutely crazy they are uh there's one with you know larry nasser is one of the more standouts yes yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, recently because of all the stuff going on around him uh and i and i look to make sure uh, uh an article from five days ago uh listed the number of people that have come forward wasn't it, isn't it in the 200s 265 yeah. different people uh, and there was a video just the other day of a father of three of those girls, all three I of them. I saw that. I saw that. Uh, all three sisters, they were uh, all in gymnastics, and they were they were victims. And he he wanted to go destroy this guy and ended up getting arrested. And then he was pardoned and forgiven yeah. and all yeah. that stuff. But, uh, it, I mean, 265. And this is throughout the course of his career and working in these things. I don't know. If he feels any remorse, he didn't seem to at first. He does seem to now after some of the things he said. I think he's still having to hear. Like, I think that's part of his sentencing is you've got to listen to all, everybody who comes forward. Yeah, I've been following it pretty closely. Um, As you can imagine, you know, that is definitely in the realm of what we're trying to uh, to stop. Um, Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, he initially, Larry Nassar was... Uh, charged on uh, possessing child pornography, uh, and that's where this whole thing kind of came out of. As uh, he got arrested for that, and then all of this sexual misconduct was just piled on top of it. Did he? Did they find out if he? Because I didn't know about the child pornography thing. Did they? Is that confirmed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was. He had already been uh, sentenced for that, and I believe it was something like 60 years um, yeah his, his sentence now is like just shy of 200 years or something like yeah that. he's not getting out. he's no he's he's not, he's not i mean and he's an old man to begin with um sure but anyways so i mean that that's basically a recap not that you know if if you're hearing this for the first time um uh, you know, welcome. Yeah, to... get on, get on Twitter. Or <laughs> yeah, well, or watch welcome the news to or uh, the world that we're living in now. But I yeah. don't think anyone's in that boat. Uh, but before, before I want to talk about the the double standard here, Jack, I think it's important for us to to note the the really good things that this all of this has accomplished. Um, and not that we're going to completely tear this whole thing apart, but it's important to think about a, uh, a few things. Right, we're not we're not really we're not talking about any bad things as a result of this movement, uh, so much as there's something that we think has led to this. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, you absolutely. Might be able to guess what it is. Uh, <laughs> something that's led to this that gets a pass and is praised and and all those things. So yeah, but 
you know, the Me Too movement, Time's Up, I think they their intentions are great. You know, giving mm-hmm. people a, a voice um, and, you know, in, in, in our circles, in our groups that, that we do, um, we have a saying that uh, courage begets courage, right? And mm-hmm. that many times people just need someone to step up front and say, hey, this is what happened. And then you see everyone else kind of go, oh, that's what happened to me, too. Um, and it gives it empowers people. Uh, and that's what we saw with the very first one with Harvey Weinstein. Uh, people were saying, wow, look at these women stepping out and, you know, naming their accuser and saying that this is not OK. And it just empowered all of these other women to also to do the same thing. And that is a great thing. Giving giving a voice to victims is always a good thing mm-hmm. um, to to move past the abuse um with that i mean the whole their whole goal is to stop sexual harassment which i think i don't think anybody would be arguing a counterpoint to that right right <laughs> it's like oh, you God. shouldn't you shouldn't have to go to work and and think oh am i going to be sexually harassed today um uh i'm not a woman so i've never really thought of that and i'm not saying sexual harassment is only a female problem. Yeah, no, but I've never had to like think of that. The Kevin Spacey thing, right? That was yeah. That was men coming forward, uh, and you know, young young men and things like that coming forward. So even even though it started with one guy and his whole ring of sexual harassment, it spread out even into boys coming out about you know, well, this guy or this guy, they had these things going on, and I was a victim of of that. Yeah, uh, and so it's. Affects everybody, though. I, I think you and I both agree. Predominantly, women just as porn is predominantly a, a male problem. Um, so it's it, it is something that affects everybody. Yeah, it's definitely and it's, not it's limited good. to one group. It's all good, right? That is very good things. And with our groups, one of the first things we do uh, when we start a group or bring someone new into the group is we tell our story. Uh, because yeah. we realize how powerful that is. And some people uh, that they've, you know, if they've been abused or if they have, um, you know, some dark spots in their past, maybe have never actually ever told their story. And it's very freeing to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember our first time meeting as a group and just being able to lay it all out and saying, this is what happened. And, uh, it, it feels it feels good. It feels great to be able to to say that out loud of of what happened. And so with the Me Too movement, I get it. You know that that, that is that is a very freeing and empowering feeling. And it and it should be done. It should be done right. You shouldn't mm-hmm. be ashamed of, especially if you are a victim of abuse. You shouldn't be ashamed of that. You know you you can't right. control that. Um, and you'd be surprised if you ever do speak up how many other people can relate. Every time that I tell my story of how I got addicted to pornography, every single time I've shared that in a public forum, someone comes up to me afterwards and says, yeah, well, you know, to use the hashtag, me too, right? Right. Uh, because we're all human beings and we all struggle with very similar things. Shall we transition into the double standard now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where after we've laid out, listen, we don't we don't have problems with what the movement is uh, or or any of those things. But no, it's very interesting. We think, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> we think that there's this weird uh, thing that people are, well, we need to excuse this. And we think porn being that thing that people excuse is one of the greatest contributing factors to what's going on here. Yeah. Uh, and the reason why you have people in positions of power is because or people in positions of power abusing that power in this way is because we've accepted pornography as a way of life. Yeah, and we can't definitively say, you know, all of these people, all of these accused uh, of the Me Too movement, you know, they had a porn problem, but I would say it's pretty likely. You well, know? and in the case of Larry Nassar, you just brought to my yeah. attention there. Yeah. He had child pornography, you know, on him. Uh, and that you, you typically don't start there if that's where you're going to end up either. So in that case, he's got pornography for sure. And then it's, you know, it spreads to 265 different uh, maybe, and maybe victims, more. If, if not more. Yeah, and maybe more. And that, you know, in our last uh, basic video that I put out, I talked about the, the chemicals in our brain um, that make porn addiction even more difficult to break free from. And one of those is dopamine. And the mm -hmm. problem with dopamine is that it craves novelty, right? It always wants something new. And so, you know, why you might think to yourself, why would Larry Nasser ever think that this would be acceptable? And because that's how the addiction works. You, yeah. you start looking at something and you go, okay, that's not good enough. I need something different. I need something more taboo. I need something uh, more, uh, you know, dangerous or violent. And then pretty soon that's not enough. And you need to go even further and even further. And before long, you're starting to want to act out your fantasies that you see in these videos with other people. It's uh, one video I watched in relation to how dopamine is manipulated to get you to play, you know, those phone games longer and things like that. Mm -hmm. In that video, he relates dopamine to and, and uses uh, his thing was Diet Coke. That's what he uses the example where it's, you know, oh, you know, it, it makes me feel good and I enjoy it and all this stuff. But you, he said, you know, eventually you go from if you're looking for the feel good sensation, it takes one one glass of it. Right. But then eventually it's OK. I need two. I need yeah. the two liter. Yeah. I we need to drink a couple of those. I need it. And it just increases and increases. And it may not shift. Uh, but this desire for that same thing just grows and grows and grows. And same thing with this. It's pornography it's just you know it's just still images yeah uh, and then it's short it's soft core you know however that's designated and then it's it's more than that and then it's these specific things now and yeah. uh, and snowballs and in those cases and it just rolls and rolls and rolls out of control uh in the case of a lot of people and we've seen that uh historically uh but here's here's the double standard not just saying, okay, you know, some of them may be on pornography, some of them may not have been, but it was just a few months ago that uh, Hugh Hefner dies, mm -hmm. and he's on the cover of Time magazine. We're praising the guy yeah. for his his liberation of women and uh, you know all that he's done for you know sexual revolution and yeah, you know, encouraging really wanna... us in those ways. <laughs> and you can't. Praise things like that and then say, yeah, you know, it's horrible that people are taking advantage of, of women. How do you yeah. think pornography works? Yeah, really. I mean, it's a, it is a system that takes advantage of predominantly women who are going to be in these videos. It, yep. it takes advantage of them 
pushes them into things that they're not interested in doing because, well, they need money somehow. And so they went into the, I mean, you, you go watch and we'll, we'll talk about this specifically. I think one of these days, um, you go watch some of these videos of, uh, actresses who have left the porn industry. Those stories are all the same. Mm-hmm. What, what they were forced to do, why they, why they couldn't, you know, get out of it. Uh, what they turn the drugs they turn to the other things they turn to. There was a, a porn actress just what last month that committed suicide uh, because of the life that she was living yep. in pornography, and yet we glorify it. Yep. And then we wonder why <clears throat> you have people doing things like what Harvey Weinstein was doing and what others were doing. Mm-hmm. It's why watch it on video if you can coerce people into the real thing. Yep. Well, and when when you <clears throat> when you pull back back the veil of what Hugh Hefner did, and you look at what what it actually is, what Hugh Hefner did in his career is that he taught he taught multiple generations of how to objectify women, mm-hmm. right? That's really what he did. What you know, and, and he's praised for it, right? Like, oh, what a great guy. Um, but that's the reality of who he was and how he made his millions is by objectifying women and teaching others how to objectify women. We put up a, a, a quote on our, um, uh, on our social media that was originally put out by Fight the New Drug that I think sums this whole thing up perfectly. And it says, Why is it that our culture speaks out against rape and abuse, yet openly consumes porn that depicts both and worse? Yeah. See, the whole thing with... <clears throat> with the, the Me Too movement and what is going on in Hollywood and the Larry Nasser situation is that all of those situations are depicted in porn films. Oh, yeah. Okay, you know, oh, you're the trainer, and here comes this girl, and she needs to be stretched out and stuff. And what do you think Larry Nasser was doing? He was doing exactly that, right? And this whole, um, you know, okay, okay, this person has a lot of power. He's a producer. He's a director. And so this girl comes in and she wants to to make the role. And that that that's a fantasy that the porn industry takes advantage of. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, if that's not a double standard, I don't know what is. You can't be for the Me Too movement and for the porn industry at the same time. Yeah, they're they're. They are in very opposite corners yeah, of the world. They're, exactly. they're accomplishing different things, and one dumps into the other in a negative way. Uh, pornography helps fuel the anti-Me Too movement. Yeah. It makes more victims yeah. for the movement. Uh, but we're we're afraid to to you know cut at the root of all of these things. There there was an article uh, not that long ago that said, hey, with all the Me Too stuff, all the Times Up stuff, all these people that are coming out about. Uh, being abused as victims, he said, maybe it's time that we go back to what people have called the, you know, the archaic and the outdated way of thinking about sexuality. Hey, but in the in the parameters, you know, where we are, uh, though we don't talk about it every time, we are. You and I are both ministers. We have a religious background uh, in not strictly religious in regards to this subject, but it is present there. And when you think about uh, God's parameters for sexuality, uh, keeping those things within marriage and all that stuff, you don't have 
accusations like this. If, mm-hmm. if everybody was living according to some standards that are set forth yeah. that aren't these, you know, what everybody, you know, the progressive and lib, uh, the uh, progressive and liberating and uh, yeah. just, uh, you know, positive and do whatever you want. It's your yeah. body. And but Jack, you yeah. can't tell me that. You can't tell me what to do with my own body. That's that's old and boring. I'm going to sleep with everyone and and encourage people to watch pornography. And yet, here we. I mean, these. Here's this what's is happening. Yeah, yeah. this, <laughs> this is what you get. This is the fruits of your labor. You reap what you sow, and this is what we are reaping right now. We were talking about how uh, the the new Fifty Shades of Grey movie is coming out, right? And that's that's praised. It's glorified. It's oh man, yeah. I can't believe this is finally coming to the theaters. Yes, we finally did it. And yet, you look at the, what the movie is doing. It's objectifying women, right? It's it's talk. It's yeah. doing all these. It's it's about fantasy and doing the taboo, and yet, well, no. But you can't objectify women. Well, then, what is the point of this movie, right? What is the point of this? Yeah the 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 longer we fight, the longer we fight against the fighting of pornography the more we're going to have these me too things pop up yep. and you're going to be fighting a losing battle of, okay, we need to stand up for the victims and we need to help these women. We need to make sure that this stuff doesn't happen anymore. Yep. Well, if we're not going to get back to the root of it, it's never going to stop. Yeah. It's just going to go away. We're going to forget about it. And then here in, you know, five years, it's going to happen again. And we're going to forget about it five more years from now. And pornography is only getting more advanced. Uh, there'll be an article this week. See now, now Chris, I'm locked in. You will have. You gotta article. put it out now. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be an article this week, just about how far the technology of pornography is advancing. I mean, it's getting to insane levels of fantasy development. Oh yeah, yeah. the I mean, it's a multi-billion-dollar-a-year industry, and if you don't think that they're using that money into research and developing technology to you know to keep this whole train going, you're deluded. Yeah, they're not, um, because they're not that's stupid. what the porn industry banks on is making slaves, right? Is yeah. making addicts and slaves to consume their product. And the longer we ignore that and choose to ignore or praise, uh, that's all it takes. Praise is way worse uh, because we're holding it up on a pedestal, and that's yeah. that's really bad. But even just ignoring it's pornography, just the longer we continue to do either of those things, we're the more have... we're going to be fighting a losing battle yep. in Me Too and Time's Up. It's just going to keep happening until we cut back at the root of it all, and that's that's what it is. Absolutely. We can't praise things like Fifty Shades of Grey, like Hugh Hefner, like these people who are uh, standing up and, you know, well, I'm expressing myself by nudity and doing this you're 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 helping fuel the problem that we're trying to actively fight yeah. against with me too and things like that so speak out against those things that's kind of, that's kind of our uh, th- that's the double standard yep and that's what we're asking you to not do and and I don't think anybody from Hollywood sitting here listening to this and going you know what we ought to quit doing that maybe they are you don't know maybe. that maybe if you are listening, we appreciate you listening, and we hope that you uh, take yeah. these things Yeah, if you're apart. famous and you're listening to this, go ahead and just give us a shout-out on Twitter. Yeah. I'm on the show. Yeah, we'll <laughs> yeah, come on the show. Uh, um, but for those of you that aren't, uh, this this thing is still the same. Talk about the dangers, the evils, the problems of pornography. Uh, and 
the, the Me Too thing, the time's up. It's good. We're glad it's happening. We're glad these victims are having the opportunity now to yep. feel like uh, it's it's the time to be emboldened to speak out. We love that. We're all about accountability, openness, honesty. That's what we've promoted from the very beginning. But it's a losing battle if we don't call out the root of the problem, and that's pornography. Yep. Very well stated, Jack. Very well yeah, stated. Thanks. thanks. It's good to be back. Yeah. I'm excited to be recording these again. Absolutely. If you want to share your thoughts, um, you know, you can put it in the comments uh, section or you can email them to us directly at chris at whenimweak.org. Um, and if you haven't gone to the, the website, go check it out. We're always updating it, putting new stuff out there. We have this new video series that uh, we're releasing, releasing one video at a time, just kind of teaching the the fundamentals or the, the, the foundation of what pornography addiction actually is. Um, and so if you want to learn more about that, check that out. Um, yeah, good, good series if you haven't seen it yet called The Basic Series. And uh, it's definitely worth your, worth your time to watch all of that. We're on Twitter and Facebook uh, with When I Am Weak. Uh, and that's how you find it on uh, both places, I believe. Yep. We were overcome online. We've we've shifted a little. We're new. We we're new and improved. But we're there. Uh, and we are doing a lot of stuff on Facebook and Twitter that you won't see if you are just on the whenimweek.org site. Uh, so be sure to like us there, and you'll be informed of when pods go up, when articles go up, when videos go up, uh, and all the other neat things that we are trying to do. Also, I want to encourage you to check out our sister site of strongchurch.org. We got a lot of cool stuff going on over there dealing with culture and Bible. Starting a new, let's see, this is going up Tuesday, Tuesday night at 7 Central Standard Time over on Strong Church. We're going live on Facebook. We're going to be doing a Bible study throughout the year, uh, interactive with the people in the audience, and uh, I'll be hosting that. So would love to have you on board for that uh, if you come check us out. Absolutely. Over at strongchurch.org. There we go. That's all the call-outs I got. That's it. We did it. Season three. Yeah. We did it. Season starting. three starts it off. It's going to be a good one. We're looking forward to it. If you got topic suggestions, send those to us too. Anything is game. Yep. Absolutely. Unless it's not. But that's... Well, we'll make that decision. Anyways, yeah. thanks for hanging out with us today. That's been the Porncast. We'll see you next time. See ya.